Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Pixie Dust Podcast. It's great to be with you. Annie Fry here, your host. Uh, If you are subscribing to the Normal Week Show, the Annie Fry Show podcast, we're glad you stuck around for a Saturday. And we are going to be launching a new podcast here very shortly that's going to be all Disney, more expansive than just this one. But uh, as you have heard the previous episodes, the first eight, I believe, episodes, Myself and my host, uh, co-host Erica Murphy in studio with us with Magic Expeditions. Hi, Erica. Hi, Annie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You're always good when we talk about Disney. Uh, This is my favorite thing. Like, I look forward to this every week. It's fantastic. (laughs) So do I. Well, we've talked to you about uh, Disney World vocabulary for people who are... Maybe just inching towards the idea of going to Walt Disney World. You've heard me talk about it on the air and my my affinity for uh, just all things Disney. That is really, I'm not a lifer, folks. This is not something that I have carried with me since I was a small child. I've carried it with me since I was about 34 years old. (laughs) It's brand new, and I love it so much. I just want to share it with you. Erica, on the other hand, is a lifer. And a Disney travel agent. And she can help you answer any questions you might have about a Disney World vacation you might want to take, especially if you know nothing. She is so good at introducing you to the magic and and helping accommodate you. And even when you don't even know what questions to ask, she can help kind of guide you and steer you because you've planned many other Disney vacations where that has been the case. Yeah. Something, most of them for myself, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's learned a lot of lessons. She can pass on that advice yeah. to you, and you can learn more at magicexpeditions.com. Just search for Erica there, Erica with a K, E-R-I-K-A. So today, we are talking about transportation. I think, for me, I mean, I literally won't go downtown, like St. Louis sometimes, to events or whatever, because parking oh, intimidates 100%. me. Like, where do I put my car? How much is it going to cost? Is my car going to be there when I get back? Because yeah. I parked in the wrong spot and it got towed. Like, this this is anxiety for I me. sometimes have trouble remember where I park in this garage. A hundred percent. Yes. So, when you go to Disney World and you don't know much anything about anything, and if you haven't listened to our previous podcast, we have talked about all the major parks uh, that exist at Disney World. We've talked about the resorts, the different levels of resorts. We've talked about the vocabulary, about uh, you know different words you're going to hear when you're planning your Disney vacation, like fast passes and memory maker, and uh, you know just a whole bunch of different things that you kind of need to know. Those are all available to you right here on this podcast. I'd encourage you to go back and check out those episodes. But I think one of the biggest intimidating things for me when I was going there is transportation. And I will say, after having gone on two summer vacations, one that was, I think, five nights, six days, and then the last one we went was eight nights, nine days, Mm -hmm. I don't, I have not maximized transportation. I am bus to and from because I know it, I understand it. 
it is yeah. what it is. Um, but from from the moment you land, if you're flying there, to the moment you take off after your vacation is over, Disney takes care of your transportation and yeah. gives you options. So I want to go over those with you so you can kind of have a better idea. And then, of course, your vacation is going to be specific to you, specific to the things you want to do, which is why we're working with someone like Erica. If you're like, well, how do I get from here to here? My, my good friend is got a 7 a.m. Chef Mickey's reservation. She's yeah. like, how do we all get there at 7 a.m.? It's like, well, here are your options. This is how Erica can help you. It doesn't cost you anything extra to book with a Disney travel agent. And in fact, it will save you money. It certainly has saved me money. So mm-hmm. what what's what's your layout here for Disney transportation? Where do you want to start? So, well, I started at the beginning. Magic Express. The Magic Express. <laughs> and that was the moment, the first trip that I took, the Magic Express which literally happens as you're leaving the airport, was when I realized Disney was a little bit different. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, before you even leave your house, when you put those yellow tags on your bag and know that the next time you see them, they're going to magically appear in your room. I mean, you don't have to try and get your kids, get your... Wait, they magically what? They magically appear. Did in I say your that? room? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. No, I think, I mean, like, that's the crazy thing. I remember getting those tags and putting them, like, reading about it. I'm like, so I'm going to check these bags in St. Louis where mm-hmm. I'm leaving from. And then the next time I see them, they're yeah. in my hotel room. Yeah. And I think, so in my in my previous life, I traveled a lot with work. And being a business traveler and trying to deal with baggage claim, I got very, very used to just not checking bags because I didn't want to deal with baggage claim mm-hmm. at all. And I can't even imagine going to Disney, having your family, having all the luggage, Small having the kids, trying children. to yeah, trying to get that all together. And so they just completely take that away from you. And once you check your bags, all you have to do is make your way to that bus and your bags will arrive in your room. You don't have to go to baggage claim. You don't have to deal with any of that. So you put your you put the yellow tags that they send you mm-hmm. on your bags. And in my family, normally I would travel with the least amount of luggage possible. But yeah. with the Magical Express, I don't worry about that. Yeah. In fact, so it, I fly Southwest. Mm-hmm. So we would pack... One gigantic suitcase that usually has my husband's stuff in it and my son's stuff in it. And then my daughters each get a carry-on size suitcase. Mm -hmm. And then I pack the mid-size suitcase that's bigger than a carry-on but not the biggest one we have. And that's all my stuff because I have a lot of shoes. Yeah. And I check all of that. And then I will pack an additional bag that is a big suitcase that has one or two nested suitcases in it. And I just check that. So, and in the inside of, of the inside suitcase, I'll sometimes pack, like, snacks, food that mm-hmm. I'm going to have so I don't have to go buy it and ship, you know, have it shipped to the hotel. But I will travel with suitcases carrying suitcases for souvenirs that we want to come yeah. home with or dirty laundry. Yeah. So if I want to separate, if I want to put in the big bag all the dirty laundry that we have if we don't end up doing laundry at Disney, then I can keep it separate from the clean clothes that are coming back, yeah. and it gives me options. And since with Southwest, you can fly with two bags. Mm-hmm. You check all of that. You show up at the airport in St. Louis, and we usually fly out super early in the morning. Mm-hmm. You show up. You hand it to the people right there at the edge. They they put it on the belt. It goes away. And literally, the next time I have to see it or touch it, it is already arrived in my resort room. Yeah. It's magical it's magical yes yeah and i mean we have some tips and tricks for packing if anybody's interested to like putting the days on 
you know, um, Ziploc bags so mm-hmm. that you can have everything going. I've had people bring uh, over the counter, not over the over the door, uh, shoe hangers and keep those on the door in the hotel to kind of maximize space. So yes. we have a whole lot of those tips and tricks too. But um, just with the transportation, like we were talking about, is is not having to lug luggage and kids and yourself and figure out where you're going in an airport you've probably never been before so it's it's very I cannot stress how much with three small kids so I have three under I have Uh. two under (laughs) ten we're gonna cry before this is over and I have one that is newly (laughs) ten dang it I tried to stop that from happening so I have ten and seven and three and I used Mm. to say I have three under ten three under eleven doesn't really sound the same you can do three under 13 under a oh. teenager. Oh. I know. I'm sorry. I can't level up to teenager status yet. Like, I can't even be in the vernacular. Yeah. But I do have three kids, three small kids, mm-hmm. and less small than they used to be. But going through, you know, when I go through the airport, I don't care if I lose a bag. I do care if I lose a child. Right. So <laughs> I need, like, to have one focus, and that's what I end up doing at Disney World quite a bit. One, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Husband. I was going to say, where's Jared? I don't know. He's getting a turkey leg. He's got a turkey leg and a beer. And I'm counting my kids. You hold this down. I'm going to go eat 2,000 calories of turkey leg. Don't eat the turkey leg in front of me. Yeah. If he eats a turkey leg, he needs to go have a moment to himself because I do not want to witness that. No, I don't think anybody should. I don't. I mean, it's. it's, That's a story, different time. Story <laughs> intense moment, but anyway, you will. I, you know, you get into the habit of making sure you're always inventorying your kids, your yeah. stroller, your husband, your wife depends on the family for sure. But, um, being able to not have to worry about that luggage is a big deal, yeah. And so, it goes so you have if you have a carry on, you hand the carry on to the people when you get on the charter bus mm-hmm. at the airport and they put it underneath the bus, it goes right with you. Same with your stroller, yeah. So, for um, us, we w- always travel with the double stroller. It's a sit-and-stand stroller, I Mm -hmm. should say. Uh, The three-year-old has sat in the front, and then we use the back, the sit part. Either kid can sit there, although the boy, who's now 10, is getting a little too heavy to push. Um, But if you're parked and you're just sitting somewhere, it's a nice place for him to rest his legs as well. And it's good for storage. Yeah. So we take that stroller right up to the gate, at least specifically with Southwest. Kids get off of it. We hand them the stroller. It's right there at the uh, gate when we get off in Mm -hmm. Orlando. That's also magical. Put everybody back together in in all of their places (laughs) and then go through the Orlando airport and get in line for the resort Mm -hmm. that you're staying at. And you take the stroller right up to them. They put it underneath the bus and everything. They take care of everything for you. Everything. You don't have if whatever you think you're going to have to worry about. Disney has already worried about it for you and accommodated you. Absolutely. And you just have to figure out where to go and how to go. And 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 they help you. You can ask questions. They're super. They're super cast helpful. members at the airport. Even though you're not even officially on Disney property, there is da- Disney cast members set outside of the Magical Express to help you where to go, tell you where to go, guide you along your way. And I'm. We've mentioned this again, too, a few times that everybody does Disney differently. There's been a couple times where um, two impatient people like me and my husband have not wanted to wait in line. And and sometimes we've gone and we've waited 10 minutes. Sometimes we've gone and waited a half an hour. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of depends on the time that your flight arrives. Uh, one time we went, it was particularly late at night. It was around Christmas time, so it was very busy. Uh, and we just didn't want to wait. So we took a minivan to our, our room, and that was another option. It's an additional fee, but for us just having two people, it was it was something that we were ready to get right to the Magic. Mm-hmm. And, and so there are other options, but the Magic Express is a 
100% free, 100% convenient, and, and it's it's there for Or its as own we including. say, not free, but included. Included. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you write the check, the final check, you'd be like, no, you mean included. Yeah. However, <laughs> it's there, and it accommodates you. So the Magical Express will take you to from the airport to your room, and then it will also take you from your room back to the airport. Mm-hmm. We like to call that the Tragical Express because you're sad when you're on it, but that's when you book your next vacation. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's one mode of transportation, but you mentioned the minivans. I think yes. the minivans is a very, like, all-encompassing, really great kind of travel that Disney has recently added mm-hmm. to its transportation fleet. What what's a minivan? So I mean, mini M I N N I E. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they're super. They I mean, I I kind of want to wrap my car in red polka dots and yeah. I mean, but I feel like people would look at me funny. I mean, it's going to be like the pink Cadillac. So it's what? Gonna... <laughs> you make it happen. I'll ride in that car. <laughs> it's going to be the Ricky van. Yeah. Um. So. I guess the best way to even ex- explain this is it's Disney's version of a taxi. So it's it's going to take a personal service. You're not going to have to share it with anybody else. It's not a bus or, or anything else that you can get a minivan to go anywhere on property. And something that I would recommend doing, like I said, if you're in have an impatient husband or impatient toddler and don't want to stand in line, uh, you could certainly do that, that to your room. <laughs> Is that a hypothetical situation? I'm going to need some prayers when I go with <laughs> an impatient husband and an impatient one-year-old. I have a very patient husband. He has a somewhat impatient wife. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I joke cause I'm... I'm full-blooded Italian, and my husband is Murphy, so he's yeah. very Irish. Uh, and so I, I joke that we have the little Notre Dame guy, because when, when we get hungry, pray for us. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. We need to be in a minivan yes. with no other families. Exactly. Um, so there's the minivan. that, And if you have an early morning reservation for a dining in it's very convenient to get from your resort to a park. And there are tips and tricks that we can talk about hopping from taking your bus to Disney Springs and then taking the Disney Springs bus to Mm -hmm. Contemporary or wherever you may have a dining reservation. If you don't even want to deal with that and you have an early reservation, I would suggest just getting a van. Yeah. It's like, it's depending on where you're going. It's, it's not that expensive. Um, and you could just get from point A to point B and, and be on your merry little way. Yeah. I mean, we use them multiple times to get to, from resort to resort. Yeah. Uh, and they, always accommodate car seats, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. So I I think we maybe used them three times. Once you use the first one, it feels a little bit easier to use the second and then the third and the fourth. So yeah. just keep that in mind. Okay, so what else Absolutely. we got? Um, I do think it's important to note, too, you can drive on property. So if you yeah. drive down to Disney and you have your own car, you absolutely can. They do charge a parking fee, uh, but you can you can have your own car on property. It's just because they have their own transportation system doesn't mean you have to use it, uh, but they make it very convenient when you do. Fantastic. You can use your cars. I'm a big bus person. See, and I'm not. I don't like the bus. No, I'm, I'm a bus person because it's everywhere, and it's That's true. predictable, and it's reliable, and the, the thing that, that changes a little bit will be length of time mm-hmm. between... The bus that you saw leaving yeah. the little depot, wherever you are, and then when the next one comes. So buses come every 20 minutes. Yes. And they have done things. And I say that, and again, this is going back to my impatience, as I was just saying, that my husband, when really it's, let's look in the mirror, Erica. <laughs> um, I think that 
it's so they have they come every 20 minutes but they have gone through leaps and bounds to make it convenient for you so that you're not impatiently waiting wondering when this next bus is going to come every single resort bus stop has a huge flat screen that has real time mm-hmm. wait times it adjusts so accordingly it adjusts to traffic it adjusts to if it took somebody longer to get on and off it's on real time so if you have a reservation they're very cognizant that you may have a certain amount of time to get someplace, so they want you to have the most information possible. So they have that. They also have, back to our Disney language in the My Disney Experience app, there is wait times in the app as well that you can plan how long it will take to get. Um, just because it buses come every 20 minutes, I always, always, always say plan on it taking a little bit longer just because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah I, you know, when I'm when I'm getting on a bus... I'm very rarely I'm very rarely going to get on a bus when I need when I have a time deadline. Yeah. It's kind of like okay, let's go get to the park and you've got a window to get to the park and and there's room for error uh if if you need to hit a reservation time, like a dinner reservation and you're not sure, I usually cut, try to come up with something else. Yeah. So. Well, and I think that I'm really excited about the new gondola yeah, let's talk I about the Skyliner. That, I think the Skyliner is is a total game changer. Um, it brings the monorail feel to a moderate and value resort, which I think is very, very amazing. So the gondola is um, it's a Skyliner, so it goes over the lakes, and it goes through uh, the brand-new Riviera Resort, and it connects Caribbean uh, Pop Century, Art of Animation, and then it goes to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a constant gondola going and to it, where you. It opened in October. Yeah, it's brand new. So it's brand new. Mm-hmm. There were some kinks maybe at the very beginning, but I that mean, that is with anything. Yeah, rides go down, yeah. attractions go down. The Skyliner has gone down, but it has. I mean, I remember. It was like it took like a week or two weeks or something, and they're like already transported our millionth. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it's like good grief. Yeah, the thing is hauling people around like crazy. Absolutely, and and it's a different, it's a fun, different experience. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to ride the buses all the time, right? If you have if you have a, a strong aversion to heights, maybe not. Get on that bus. But if you don't have a problem with heights and you want to kind of have that extra experience, because it is kind of in a, in a, in and of itself its own attraction. Yeah, get on the gondola and then. It doesn't feel so much like transportation. It feels like a, a, a new event, a new, yeah. a new experience. And they're all themed, and they have the fun skins on the outside with the different characters. And um, you know, I'm really, I'm really excited about the convenience of it. Just the fact that with buses, you have to wait for them to stop and load and unload, and then you have to wait another 20 minutes for another bus. Whereas the gondola, it's just a revolving door of gondolas. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to speed things up a whole lot. And um, I'm, I haven't seen it yet because we haven't been back, but I've heard nothing but really great things about about the gondolas. Yeah, for sure. So if you um, are looking for that, the gondola system is referred to as the Skyliner. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you hear Skyliner, that's the gondola system. If you hear gondola system, that's the Skyliner. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I have somebody that's staying at Pop Century, and they have a, a reservation that is coming up um, on Boardwalk. So we talked about getting from resort to resort and 
And when I plan out your itinerary with clients that I work with, I also help with how to get there. So if I were to tell you listening right now, okay, well, to get from Pop Century, the best way is to take a gondola over to Epcot um, and then to walk the path from Epcot to the boardwalk to get to your, your breakfast reservation. You're probably like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? But it's it's going to be the fastest way to get from resort to resort. Mm -hmm. So we'll plan out a whole itinerary and help you get where you need to be at, at the quickest way possible too. Yeah, for sure. So the other thing, the other transportation that sticks out in my mind is the monorail. I love the monorail. Yeah. There's something about coming around that corner and seeing the castle for the first time that it's like, you're here. I've, I've ridden the monorail a couple of times for function, but mostly each year we go or have gone, we've gotten on it and we just do the loop. Yeah. And just ride around. Yeah. We go to Chef Mickey's and then we do a loop. Because it's seeing it from a whole nother viewpoint. And have you done it to Epcot too? No. Okay. I've never ridden the Epcot monorail. I've never, I've only done, I've never seen, well, I have seen the, the ticket and transportation center because it's on the loop. Yeah. And I do remember going there very vaguely in 1989 or 90, mm -hmm. whenever we went. Like I, I have this understanding that we got on a weird looking train. Yeah, it's yeah, it's and that's like about an extended golf cart. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's it's just it's kind of a moment in time. I just yeah. think it's really amazing. So tell us, it like, is amazing the monorail system. Where does it go? Where can you get to? How do you get from point A to point B? So you mentioned the transportation and ticket center, and Magic Kingdom doesn't have a parking lot. So if you do drive, you need to drive to the transportation and ticket center, and then you jump on a monorail to get to. You can go to Epcot or or Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, I 100% I agree that I think that the monorail is an attraction as well because you get to see different viewpoints of going through the contemporary and rearing that corner and seeing the train station at the Magic Kingdom and just getting a glimpse of the castle with Space Mountain in the background. It's it's a whole experience. And, um, you know, I kind of, being the Disney nerd that I am, I like... You? I mean, I know it's hard to believe, <laughs> but getting a little peek into the Grand Floridian and, you know, the Polynesian and just kind of seeing seeing those different resorts. It's it's always fun. So so the monorail goes on a loop. It's in a little circle and it goes from the transportation and ticket center. And there's two lines, which, again, there's cast members there that can show you which line to get on. Mm -hmm. One line will take you to transportation and Epcot. And the other one will be the Magic Kingdom resort loop. There's always somebody there to help you. Always somebody. And they are there to help you. Yeah. Not to yell at you because you did something wrong. They are there to help you. Yeah. It's funny. One of my child memories, too. So they say they say in Spanish, please stand clear of the doors. Uh -huh. And I still to this day, I mean, I'm not even going to try because I know I'm going to uh -huh. butcher it with horrible. But it says, you know, please stand clear of the doors. And then it says it in Spanish. Por and, favor. Yeah. Montegos de la Jalos de la Fuentes. Uh -huh. <laughs> And I'm so it. sorry. That was so bad and wrong. It. But it's just, um, and they have like merchandise and stuff that has the please stand clear the doors on it. But it's, it's, it's free. Mm -hmm. It's just a whole nother, yeah. it's just a whole nother experience. But so, it's fun. So we've covered buses. We've covered taxis slash um, minivans. They also have Uber and Lyft that will take you around from places. But the minivans are the ones that are, it's through Lyft. The Lyft app and the minivans are the ones that Disney sanctions. They can get closer than Uber and Lyft can to a lot of the different areas as well. We've talked about the Skyliner. That's the air travel that you can take. Yeah. That's the gondola system. Um, what about boat? 
can go by boat. So there are boats that are in Magic Kingdom. So there's the big ferry that goes back and forth from Fort Wilderness and takes you over to Magic Kingdom. Uh, you can also, there's a, a lake that kind of connects all three of these properties mm-hmm. is to the Magic Kingdom. So it goes right across. So you can also get to uh, Magic Kingdom by boat from the Grand Floridian in Polynesian, which is just another another spot to take um, more transportation. Also at night, they have the uh, water parade, which is kind of fun. So if you're leaving the Magic Kingdom and heading back by by boat, sometimes you can catch the mm-hmm. the water parade going, and it's just it, iconic. Um, it's not really anything that's that. Once you see like the fireworks and laser show, you're like, the, okay, yeah, you're like, Erica, what is this? Like beep 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 yeah. beep. Like yeah. it's just, it's just. Um, it's just one of those things. But if you take the if you take the boat over, sometimes you can catch that. So other resorts too have boat transportation from the resorts to Disney Springs where yeah. you can go shopping. That's where I've stayed at the French Quarter and at Riverside, which are the Port Orleans resorts and in both both those locations we got on a boat and mm-hmm. Trotted on over to Disney Springs. It's a very nice, pleasant ride. Yeah. Calm, quiet, uh, in, in what seems like would be an over-stimulating mm-hmm. place. This is a very, very nice little journey. And uh, so th- the boat transportation can get you to the resorts, but it can also get you... Uh, and it can also take you from... Did you say the Epcot to... No, but it does. Yeah. So it has the uh, Beach and Yacht Club, mm-hmm. Boardwalk, and then also the Swan and Dolphin are right there. Mm-hmm. That kind of connects um, all of that. And you mentioned it's it's nice little break, but it's cool. It's a nice breeze. You know, you're on the water at night. It's um, you, you could walk. You could take... A bus, but it's just um, it's just a nice little nice little break, nice little ride. So you mentioned another form of transportation there. It might not be what you're thinking about how to get to places the quickest, but there are many different circumstances where you can walk from point A to point B. Absolutely. And there are other ones that you absolutely cannot walk. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to walk from Magic Kingdom to Animal Kingdom. It's no. just not going to happen. Um, but you can stay at specific resorts where you can use your feet. Mm-hmm. Tonight, take a nice little stroll from from the resort you're staying mm-hmm. to the next place. Can you give us some ideas of that? Yeah, and especially at night. I mean, the after the fireworks, whenever there's a an event that's that's going through, obviously there's going to be a lot of people going towards the transportation at the end of the night once the park closes. So um, sometimes it, it's even quicker just to just to take a nice little stroll across, and especially if you. You've been dealing with crowds all day. Maybe you don't want to sit on a crowded bus at yeah. night. You know, there, it's just another option. So, if you have um, a resort day plan and you kind of just taking it easy, you haven't been walking around the parks all yeah. day, and you want to go from one place to the next, and you can yeah. walk. It is nice, and I it doesn't feel like like they've they've taken into account that you've been walking all day. So, like the bridge from Boardwalk to Epcot, it doesn't feel like it's like a hike. Like it's not. Uphill mm-hmm. in the snow, barefoot. <laughs> nope, it's a not nice, at Disney. No, it's a very nice. It's a nice walk, and there's always something to see. And you know, there's the water there. There's the boardwalk. If you're at the beach club, it has a nice little beach outside. So just taking a, a, a stroll over to a park is always a nice option mm-hmm. to to avoid the crowds as well. And did you mention the contemporary? The contemporary has a walkway to Magic Kingdom. That is the only res uh, only resort where you can stay and walk mm-hmm. to magic kingdom it's pretty amazing we did the uh we we had breakfast at 
um, somewhere on the boardwalk last year mm-hmm. in our July 2019 trip. And from there, we wanted to walk around the boardwalk and kind of see the boardwalk. But then we walked over to Hollywood Studios. We yeah. were going to take the boat. And as we got up to the dock, the boat was leaving. Uh-huh. And we're like, oh. And then we're like, oh, we could wait 20 minutes. We're like, well, let's just see what the walk is like. Mm-hmm. So we walked from the boardwalk to Hollywood Studios. And it was a little bit of a lengthy walk, but my three-year-old did it. So, yeah. I mean, for whatever... Whatever that is, my three-year-old, my my seven-year-old had no problem doing that walk. And while we were walking, we at one point walked under the Skyliner because the Skyliner was not in operation. So just there's a lot of different options. You can mix it up quite a bit. You Mm -hmm. can you can do something this time that you didn't do that time because you have more time or less time. And, And and those minivans too are if if you realize that you're on a time crunch and you need to get somewhere. You can easily call a minivan. They're super accommodated, uh, accommodating. They are very, very well trained. Yeah, they're cast members. Yeah, they're not. It's not just a lift experience. Mm-hmm. They're the Disney cast members who are driving these vehicles. They, um, you know, popped a, a five point harness car seat out of the trunk for us for our three year old. Installed it. They know how to install these. They know how to, you know, make sure that it is as safe and secure as yeah. Mama Bear would for sure. <laughs> So that's fantastic. And they do know great ways to get from point A to point B. They can get closer to, like, for instance, at Magic Kingdom, they drop you off at the front gate. Mm-hmm. The other ride services have to take you. They're supposed to stop at the Ticket and Transportation Center. Mm-hmm. It's a, so then you have to get on the monorail. Um, the monorail. Yeah. So it, in that instance, it's probably worth it to spend the extra money on the minivan if you're going to Magic Kingdom Compared to the Uber and Lyft, which may, if you're just using that, may be a little bit cheaper, but mm-hmm. you're not going to get close. Yeah. You're going to have to do yet another form of transportation after that. And I mean, I know me personally, I get a little bit of anxiety when <laughs> I know that I have to be someplace and need to be there in a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. for me, it makes just for the peace of mind, I probably can get there other ways, but knowing that uh, just to have that peace of mind that they can get me from point A to point B in the time that I need to get it, um, it's personally, I think it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it. Man, is there anything else I'm forgetting? I think that's it. I think the the hardest thing about the transportation at Disney, like I said, is just tr- trying to go from a resort to resort. Mm-hmm. So if you're staying with family or a family's going and maybe you're staying at two different properties or you have a dining reservation at another resort, uh, just getting kind of creative of, of getting there if you don't want to use a minivan. So, yeah, the the I don't know that we mentioned this at Disney Springs. The buses go, you can go to, did, did we talk about that? You can go from mm-hmm. your resort to Disney Springs, mm-hmm. and then from Disney Springs to another resort. Yeah. So you can always make that connection there. That's a time commitment. That's probably an hour commitment of travel. Minimum, yeah. Because you've got to wait for the bus to show up at your resort to get to Disney Springs, and then you got to wait for the bus to show up at Disney Springs to get back to the next yeah. resort. But it's possible. Yeah. So if you were thinking, I mean, that's that's where I'm, if I'm looking at getting at a reservation, um, maybe at Chef Mickey's at the Contemporary which maybe isn't the best example because I would just go to the Magic Kingdom then. So what's another restaurant, another Jico at Animal Kingdom? I would That's go. That's be a hard one, yeah. Yeah, yeah I would go <laughs> from um, my resort if I'm staying at Riverside. I would go to Disney Springs and then maybe plan an hour or two of shopping. Like yeah. if I'm going to work Disney Springs into my trip somewhere, mm-hmm. maybe you plan the Disney Springs experience or at least a little bit of one or, you know, 
yeah so that you go from your resort you go spend some time at disney springs and then you go back to catch the bus yeah to get to animal kingdom after that now yeah. when you're going to come back to your resort at riverside you're going to have to go from animal kingdom to disney springs and mm-hmm. disney springs to Anim- uh to riverside Maybe one of those you want to do a minivan. Maybe one of them you want to plan that layover, if you will, mm-hmm. at Disney Springs. So I, if you're going to plan a minivan for one of them, I'd probably plan the minivan to get there on time. Yeah. And then more leisurely. On make the the, yeah. And then on the way back, you go to Disney Springs. Maybe you take in some, if it's an evening thing, mm-hmm. then you can kind of take in some of the nightlife at Disney Springs. And then you head back to yeah. your resort front with the bus system there. So it's possible. Yeah. And I love Disney resorts. I mean, we... I try to get dining reservations at resorts as much as possible just because they are so different. And if you're already going to be in the park, sometimes kind of going off property and feeling and a little nice bit. it's peek at, at what the other resorts are that maybe you haven't stayed at. Exactly. And it just, each one has its own feel. So, um, you know, I, I always recommend, and we'll do a whole nother one on festivals and Christmas, but mm-hmm. the every single resort gets dressed up for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So you could spend a whole day. They have larger than life gingerbread houses at yeah. each resort. During Easter time, they have um, the Fabergé eggs. Like they, mm-hmm. there's always something going on in, on Disney resorts. So it's not that you would just be going there just to eat. There's always something to do yep. at the different properties too. Awesome. Well, that kind of wraps up the transportation that you might need to know. Just based Basically, when you go on your Walt Disney World trip, but again, if you are booking with an agent like Erica, um, Erica at MagicExpeditions.com, Erica, E-R-I-K-A, then she can help you when you do start laying out the itinerary of your trip, which will be different than anybody else's trip because it's yours and it accommodates your needs and your your wants. She will help you plan on how to get from point A to point B in the way that is the cheapest or in the way that is the fastest or in the way that is different than the last time you traveled between those two points. Just one of the many reasons why working with a Disney travel agent like Erica is a smart thing to do. It never costs you any more money to book a vacation with Erica. In fact, it will save you money. Thank you for listening to this edition to the Pixie Dust podcast. Encourage you to check out the previous eight episodes that we have uploaded here and stay tuned because we've got some big news coming with this version of the Annie Fry Show podcast soon and we want you to be the first to know about it. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.